0: Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you're here. We thank you so much that you care, that you want us to have understanding, that you want us to know how to live in your kingdom, even right here and now. And so we just receive from you today. We thank you for teaching us your way so that we can have faith, so that we can represent you and um To just be who you're calling us to be So we can do that work Even that you're calling us to do We love you and praise you In Jesus' name, Amen You know, there is a work to do And that work is to have faith That work that God calls us to do Is to have faith And Romans 10, 17 Actually, I was going to say Hebrews 10, 38 says, the just shall live by faith. And if we shrink back in fear, then it says, my soul has no delight in you. So God wants us to know that, that he doesn't want us to quit and to give up, but he's delighted when we have faith in him. It's impossible to please him without faith. So really, if you look at Romans 10, 17, we have to work to get faith. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So we got to do the footwork. We have to hear the word of God. And when we hear the word of God, we're going to get revelation knowledge. We're going to have understanding. We're going to know what pleases God. We're going to know how to live in his kingdom. We're going to know God. We're going to know his character. We're going to have revelation knowledge. When you give the word of God attention. Jesus said, pay attention to what you hear and then he said, if you don't, if you're not hearing, even a little bit of revelation you have is going to be taken from you by force, of course, from the enemy. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come. And so we got a warfare going on here. The enemy's trying to steal God from us. And you can read that in Mark 4. As soon as you hear the word, Satan's going to come and try to take it. But as we develop in our relationship with God, he's not going to be able to take it because we're going to persevere. We are going to get strong in our faith. When we take the word on every day, when we when the word is our perspective, when we go to God every day and we build in our knowledge, we're going to get to the place where we're well-established, which is what God wants me to talk about today. In um, 1 Peter 5, verse 10, it says, That after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will he himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. And so maybe you're thinking, what do you mean after you have suffered a little while? Well, I never used to like to hear that either, but to have the understanding, the revelation of what's being talked about here is really what is being said, is after you have pressed a little while, you know, when you say you believe God, you're pressing in to believe something you can't see. In the natural realm, you can't see the promises of God, but we bring them into existence by our faith by following the precepts of the word of God. And so when they're not happening, there's a press that we have, we have to press. And Peter tells us that the enemy comes against us. I read the last verse first, because after we have pressed a little while, then we're gonna be established in our faith. We're gonna be immovable. Satan isn't gonna be able to do anything. As soon as we hear the word, he's not gonna be able to come and take it anymore because we have pressed. So I want to read to you what Peter is saying, how in starting in verse six. Well, in verse five it says that God hates pride. And you know why? Because when we're prideful, we can't hear him and we're doing it ourselves. We're doing things ourselves and we're never gonna get anywhere. We can't do anything without being connected to the vine. And if you are a Christian, if you commit to being His, then we got to live in His kingdom. We're committing to be a part of Him. And so we have to demote ourselves. And it says that. Therefore, humble yourself, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you. And so when you demote yourself, you're saying, I'm not depending upon me or what I think. You know, I'm giving God the glory. I'm looking to him. He's the one. He knows it all. I'm not looking to me. I'm under his hand. I'm under his leadership. And that's what's being said here. You have to do that. And so much of the time we think that we can just do it. Believing God takes too long. And really, the reason it takes so long is because we don't give him that time. We don't work to get faith. And so we're doing this constant battle because we haven't really gotten enough faith to get to the place where we're not moved any longer by our circumstances. Satan can't move us by what we see. We're not living by our senses anymore. But when you get enough faith, you're looking into the spiritual realm and you know what's going on. That's what God wants us to know today. What's going on? How come every time I start believing God, it gets so hard, and I have to quit, and then I give up, and God isn't pleased then? It's impossible to please God without faith, and so then you also have to have the understanding that if you don't have faith, you didn't work to get that faith. No, we don't have to do anything. Jesus did it. We don't have to work for our salvation, but we have to labor to get faith. Hebrews said, labor to enter into that rest. And it's a fight because the enemy comes against you. It's a fight because it's easier to believe what you see rather than the promise of God. And so you have to look at the promises of God more than you look at your circumstances, more than you look in this natural realm. And Jesus said, Well, I have, will I find faith on the earth when I come? Because it is so hard. There's going to be a remnant of people that actually believe. And like Jesus said in John 15, the broken branches, the unbelief is going to be broken off and tossed into the furnace. And so we are required to believe, and to believe is a work that you have to do to get to the place where, and the work is hearing the word, making the decision that you're going to believe, and then hearing the word, and then go ahead and go through what you got to go through to get that place of being established. And it is like a suffering. It's emotional. It's like you're suffering because um, the enemy just comes against you with everything he has to try to get you to quit and give up. Verse 7, it says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties and worries upon him because he cares for you. He affectionately cares about you watchfully. And so God is saying when 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 this anxiety comes on, when the enemy tries to get you worried that, you know, what if God's not going to come through for you? What if God doesn't, what if God isn't real? You know, Satan's got some things that he's just going to throw at you to try to get you to quit and give up. And, and you have to know ahead of time what to do. And Peter's saying, cast all your care on him. Just, okay, I'm not going to be concerned. I decided I believe, and so I'm believing, and I'm not going to move from that spot. I'm not going to move into doubt. I believe no matter what I see. And that's faith. And then Jesus is going to find faith on the earth when you do that. When you come and you've believed him, no matter what your circumstances are telling you, then that is faith. And that proves that you've taken the time to hear the word. When the enemy comes, you have to take even more time to get through to that place where it's a breeze. If you get filled up enough, it's a breeze. When you cast your care on him, when you don't look at your circumstances and um, you're just believing it, it it's, it's supernatural. It, it just, I remember when I had my first miracle and, oh, I just heard the word and heard the word, heard the word and heard the word and heard the word. And you have to be a doer of the word. I learned that after going through a pretty rough experience. But I just had, I heard God talk to me and I didn't, I wasn't worried at all. I didn't have, it it was a breeze. I, I didn't have any doubt. I didn't have any unbelief. And it's because I casted my care. I just said, Jesus, I trust you. And you know, that's how you cast your care is just giving him all your attention, right? Stop giving the thing the attention. You know, that's why Satan tries to get you anxious because then he's got your attention on something else rather than Jesus. He's got you looking away from Jesus because he's got you worrying. So you need to cast your care, give God extra attention so that you can be filled to overflowing and it's gonna be a breeze then. It shouldn't take so long, but you know, so often we just put our faith on the shelf. We get faith, we hear the word, and then we don't act on it, we just put it on the shelf. Um, we, we don't speak it we we just don't act it out, and when you start acting it out, that's part of believing. That's part of casting your care. When you walk out on the water, that means you've casted your care, you're, because you're not believing you're going to sink. If you were worried about, if you were worried you were going to sink, you would not have gotten out on the water. Is as, um, as soon as Peter started looking away from Jesus, he started sinking. And so that's part of casting your care, keeping your eye on him, keeping your eyes on the word of God, making sure you get up every day and you hear him. You have to hear him every day. There's so many lies that Satan tells. And so you have to have your own relationship with Jesus so you know the truth. And you're going to know if you give him your attention, he's going to be talking to you all the time. Don't believe the lie that God gets quiet you know, the only way he's going to be quiet in your life is if you ignore him. You know, if you ignore somebody long enough, they get quiet. And But, you know, God's not giving up on you, so he's never totally quiet. You just have to be able to hear him. You have to give him attention so that you can hear him. And so then in verse 8 is pretty much what I've been talking about, to be well-balanced. You have to give God your attention. You have to get up every day look at the word of God, talk to him, worship, listen to his voice. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, he roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, um, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Withstand him. Be firm in faith against his onset, rooted, established, strong, immovable, determined, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, and and the whole body of Christians throughout the world. And after you have stood a little while, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace. Who imparts blessing and favor, who has called you his own. We started out with this verse, has called you his own. Um, eternal glory in Christ, Jesus will himself complete and make you what you ought to be. Complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you and securely and strengthen you and settle you. That makes me think of James. Count it all joy whenever you go through this stuff. Whenever the enemy comes around, comes to try to press and get you to quit. Because you're going to get to the place where you don't lack anything. He's not going to be able to move you because you're going to have understanding. You got revelation knowledge. That's what's happening. When you believe God, the enemy's coming against you and you have to know what's going on. And the way you're going to know what's going on is by hearing the Word of God. Giving your attention to the Word of God. Stop giving your attention to other things because the television isn't going to get you faith. Facebook, like more than likely, maybe you might see a thing here or there, isn't going to get you faith. But hearing the Word of God is going to get you faith. If you're going through a big thing, if you're believing for a big thing, like cancer or something. You need to hear the word of God. You need to get to the place where you're rested and you you can say, I'm healed. I'm not going to die. I'm moving on. By his stripes, I was already healed. If you didn't know, Jesus bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He took stripes for your healing so you don't have to be sick and when you give the Word of God attention, you're gonna know that. You're gonna know the Word of God. You're gonna know the will of God. You're not gonna be like getting sick and then saying, I wonder if it's the will of God to heal me. You're gonna already know because you've given the Word attention. John 1, 1 tells us, in the beginning was the Word and the Word is God, so the Word of God is God. And when you give the word of God attention when you know the Word of God, you've taken the time to get to know God and you're gonna already know, You're going to already know. Um, When my husband had cancer, I knew before he did, because I gave the Word of God my attention. And um, before he went to the doctor, before he had the doctor's report, I already knew. And God told me he wasn't going to die, and he told me what to tell him to do. And um, he is fine. He got through it. He didn't take all his directions from God very well, but he's here and he's doing well. God is good. He wants you to win. He wants you to have revelation knowledge. But if you don't give him your attention, what can he do? If you don't obey him, what can he do? Nothing. It's impossible to please God without faith because without faith, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. you got to have faith. You have to have understanding. The opposite of what the enemy tells people. Oh, God is a mystery. You never know what God's going to do. We can't understand God. But the Bible doesn't say that. That's hearsay. That's what someone told you. Jesus said that the mysteries of the kingdom of God, yeah, they're mysteries, but they're meant to be revealed to those who are following after him. He said, you don't take a light and put it under the table. You put it on the table. And so he wants to do good for us. He wants us to have understanding. James says, if you lack wisdom, you can go to the giving God who gives to all liberally without fault finding. Only he must not be a double-minded man. You have to seriously be seeking God, and then he's going to tell you the truth. He's going to tell you what you need to do. And actually it says that right after um, James says, count it all joy. Whenever you're going through trials and temptations and God isn't taking you through that, the enemy is. And because God said that he doesn't tempt or test anyone. And then he said, and while you're going through this to get to the place to be established, not lacking anything, you can ask God for wisdom and he gives to all liberally without fault finding, but a double-minded man. If you're just like, oh, I don't know if I believe or not. I don't know what I'm going to do. If you haven't decided you're going to believe, it says you won't receive anything from a, from the Lord. Double-minded man won't receive anything from the Lord. And so you got to make that decision. And so the thing that God wants us to do today is to press through, so we can be established and grounded, and He can make us what we ought to be. And we're gonna. It says. Um, Jesus will himself complete and make you what you ought to be established and grounded and secure and strengthened and settle you. He will strengthen and settle you. You're going to be settled. I get this thing. I understand. All I have to do is obey God. He's my God. Believe him. You know, part of obeying God is getting the word in your heart every day. Because if you don't have the word in your heart, you're going to be hearing all the other things you listen to and that's what the enemy uses to come against God. You're not going to be able to see the truth. You're not even going to be able to see. You're you're not going to be able to see. It's going to be dark. You're not going to have understanding. When you ask Jesus, come live on the inside of you, he really does. And then he he leads you and guides you. He told the disciples, in fact, it's better that I go, because if I go, the Holy Spirit's going to be here. He's going to be on the inside of you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to um, help you to remember the things that I said. And so when he lives on the inside of you, he's there. He's there all the time. He's always there for you, and you can depend upon him. God is so good. He's so in love with you, and he wants you to be established. He wants you to get from a place where you believe to the place where you got it, you have understanding, you have the revelation knowledge. You don't quit and give up anymore because you've got it. You know, some things take longer to believe God for than other things. And um, it has a lot to do with maybe what you've already gone through, what you were taught. Um, It has so much to do with everything. And so some things may seem really, really easy and those things that are easy, you know, are, are things that are good because it's a good thing because you have that under your belt and you know God did this for you this time and he's going to do this again. Why it's taking longer is because there's something in your life that caused you to um, have a really hard time believing in this area. And so sometimes it takes longer because God has to do fix you up. He's got to do some healing, and you got to just trust Him through all of that. It's not going to take forever. It's going to be a little while, and then all of a sudden, you're going to see that breakthrough. And then you're just going to have one more thing under your belt. God is so good. He's so in love with you. If you never asked Him to be your God, if you never made that commitment to Him to make that lifestyle change, to to, um, demote yourself, and put him high, um, put him as your God and trust him and live his way, then, you know, now's a good time to do that. Jesus said he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in. He's going to dine with you, which means he's going to hang out with you. He's going to be there for you all the time. And he's going to teach you his way. But I have to tell you, it's a commitment It's a lifestyle change. It's living his way instead of the way you lived before. So many people think that it's just a prayer and a ticket to heaven and nothing changes. But things should change. Your whole lifestyle will change. You're going to find out how to live in his kingdom and be a part of what he's doing. You're going to learn faith. You're going to have revelation knowledge and you're going to live in his kingdom representing him. So if you never said that prayer, I'd love so much to say it with you right now if you'd like to. All you have to do is ask, dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. And we just invite you right now to come and to be our God, to be our standby, our counselor, to tell us things to come, to remind us of the things that you said. We just receive you. We just receive you right now. We love you and praise you and thank you for all you did for us. And we're just committed to make that lifestyle change. We're committed to hear the word every day, to get to know you, and then to obey it. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, he really is on the inside of you. He's right there right now, and he's always going to be there for you. And your part is to give him your time to look at the Word of God, get it in your heart, and then do that Word of God. Get on your knees every day and worship Him. And let Him love you. Let Him talk to you. Let Him tell you things to come. Let Him tell you the plan that He has for you, all the good that He has for you. That's what He wants. He just wants to love you so much. Just let Him do that. He's so good, He's so cool. Thanks so much for listening today. And if you said that prayer, you know I'd love it so much if you would let me know. If I inspired you in any way, I'd love it as well if you would let me know. Thanks. God bless you.